today we're going to review in honor of the great Patrick Mahomes, quarterback from Texas Tech, and uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, as well as the Hunt family, who's from here in Dallas, we're going to try Arrowhead Red Gold Reserve. So, um, uh, this winery is owned uh, by Lamar Hunt's wife, and the winemaker uh, is also Philip Melka. Melka is one of the most renowned winemakers in the entire United States, if not the world, make, truly makes some world-class stuff out there. Hey guys, how's everybody doing today? I hope everybody's been uh, staying safe out there. Um, thought I'd do something a little different today and do some video. Um, anybody that knows me knows that I'm pretty passionate about a lot of things in life, but uh, one of my hobbies is is wine collecting. And um, so I thought, why not during quarantine 2020 here, um, let's kind of do like wine weekend time. So um, the beauty about the wine industry is wine is still being shipped. Um, I actually got two shipments in today from a couple of my favorite wineries here, uh, Dumas, incredible Pinot Noir um, from Sonoma, great stuff, good price point. Uh, I'll review this in the future. And then one of my other big favorites out there, uh, a lot of you probably have heard of this one, uh, Turley. Uh, Turley makes some it's probably the best Zinfandel grower in the United States. And they also do some really, some cool blends. Um, I really liked also their Petite Syrah, uh, really good stuff. Uh, Dumal and Turley, you definitely need to be on the mailing list. Hard to find those wines at your local grocery store. They just, or liquor store, they, they sell out incredibly fast. Um, so highly recommend uh, getting on both of those uh, wine list, uh, mailing list, if you will. Um, today, we're going to review huh, in honor of the great Patrick Mahomes, quarterback from Texas Tech, and uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, as well as the Hunt family, who's from here in Dallas, we're going to try Arrowhead Red Gold Reserve. So um, uh, this winery is owned uh, by Lamar Hunt's wife, and the winemaker uh, is also Philip Melka. Melka is one of the most renowned winemakers in the entire United States, if not the world. Make, truly makes some world-class stuff out there. Um, this bottle itself, not real expensive. Uh, I mean, depends upon obviously what your price point is, but 40 to $50. Um, it's a 2016, it's 100% Cabernet, Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, and it's from the Knights Valley region of Sonoma. So just north of Napa Valley. Uh, Sonoma makes some incredible wine. Napa gets all the publicity, but um, you know Sonoma really does uh, some some great stuff out there. And 
based upon the reviews on this one, uh, I expect the same thing. This one's gonna be really tough to find. Um, I bought this through my favorite wine uh, store slash sommelier here in Dallas, a company called Boon Vino, B-U-O-N-V-I-N-O. Look them up on the internet. Get on their mailing distribution list. Doesn't matter where you are in the country. Uh, they have some incredible deals out there. Um, this, uh, after reading, I think there was only about 125 cases made uh, of the 16. So this one's going to be a tough to get your hands on. But I thought in honor of sports, which there's none these days, uh, why not open a bottle of sports-themed um, Cabernet Sauvignon um, and nothing like the Super Bowl champion uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh, to get that started. So uh, let's see what we got here. So the first thing I know notice here is you know incredibly dark color on this. Um, you know the the interesting thing about Napa and California-based wines in general, typically, even though you can age a lot of them, um, a lot of them are really good out of the bottle, just even as young as, as this is, a 16, which some of you guys might think, well, that's not very young, it's four years, but in the wine world, pretty young. Um, you know, there's a bunch of different, uh, you know, thoughts on when is the ideal time for wine on opening it and how long you should age it. You know, in general, most of the French reds, you, you want to age them a little bit longer before they really come into their, uh, their, their drinking window, if you will. But, uh, but this one looks, looks interesting. Hmm. So my first first glance I get, um, and I'm not gonna try to get real scientific with this. I'm not a I'm not a wine. I'm not a sommelier or a winemaker. You know, I'm just a guy who enjoys a good glass of wine, and I've you know I've I've developed um, some passion for learning more about you know uh, the winemaking world. But but what I'm getting. Um, out of the gate here is some cherry. Um, I'm also getting a little bit of like a cola flavor. Um, you know, here in the South, we're definitely going to say Coca-Cola. We're, we're don't, don't bring any of that Pepsi stuff up here down, down in these parts here, particularly in Texas, you know, maybe it's more on the lines of, of Dr. Pepper, if you will, even though I'm not not a huge fan. I mean, don't hold that against me. So, um, still a little cherry and really cherry and a lot of cola. That's what I'm getting. I'm not getting a lot of the secondary smells of, of herbs or spices or the earth or any of that out of, out of this bottle. So, um, uh, and by the way, I opened this up about an hour ago, 
Um, I didn't pour it in a decanter or anything, but I just opened it up and, and, and let it kind of start breathing a little bit. Um, as you guys know, you know, wine evolves with the introduction of, of oxygen into it. And a lot of times if you open up your bottles, um, you know, an hour or two before you actually serve them, um, th they can taste incredibly different and, and also have a lot more uh, smoothness to them, so on and so forth. Uh, before uh, before I finish, um, yes, I have a Dylan Panthers uh, 33 football shirt on. That'd be owed to uh, Tim Riggins, the great uh, show Friday Night Lights. If you never watched it, highly recommend. Um, even if you're not, you're not a big football star, pretty good show. Obviously, in Texas, we're uh, you know we're pretty uh, pretty pretty all in on our Texas high school football. Um, sad our college teams can never seem to get it put together, but uh, high school wise, I've put our high school programs up against anybody. Um, all right, so here we go. Let's let's see what we got here. So initially out of the gate, on the taste, I got a little, I got some plum in there. Very smooth, a little bit of tannins. Tannins is that part that when you drink something, you feel like your mouth is going dry. The perfect example would be um, if you've ever eaten a, a, a grape with a seed in it and you eat that seed or you, 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 you bite down on that seed and you feel that, that kind of uh, wood flavor in your mouth. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm getting some, some plum, a little of that same cola. Um, it real good finish, pretty, pretty smooth. Um, But initial reaction, pretty enjoyable. Um, not a, I'm not a big fan of the overly fruit bombs that are associated with Napa. Um, you know, meaning that when you when you when you drink it it, it, it tastes almost like you're opening up a can of jelly or preserves. You know, it's just overly too much fruit. To me, there's there's a balance between fruits and earth. And, um, and, and, and so even though some people love that and that's fine, everybody's palate's different. Me personally, I like a little fruit, but I, I, I want to see more of the complexity of the actual wine, um, the structure, the different tastes, the different, uh, earthy, uh, herbal, and, and, and fruit kind of all combined together. To me, that, that kind of makes the perfect glass. So let's, let's go in here and, and, and try, try it a little bit more here. Not bad. Not bad. You know, if... Um, so typically on the scales, um, 
Maybe I should recreate this kind of like the barstool sports guy does with pizza eating. Um, one sip, everybody knows the rules type deal. So maybe I'll start that one sip, everybody knows the rules. Um, you know, wine is typically ranked between roughly about, you know, 85 points to 100. Um, you know, you really want to stay above 90 when you're out there drinking things. Um, you know, 100 is, you know, perfect vintage, perfect glass, even though I've, I've drank plenty of 100-pointers who I didn't really feel were perfect. And that's the, that's the beauty of wine is that everybody's palate is a little different. So um, I'm going to take one more sip and then I'm going to give you my score here. My initial reaction is this bottle is a little young. That, um, call it in two to four years, it's going to mellow even a little bit more. Um, I think this bottle in particular is meant to be aged just, just a little longer um, for it to, to really come into its own. I, I feel like it's, it's a little too young. Um, it, it's got a lot of tannins in them. If you if you like that, um, it's got good flavor. It's got it, it's got some good structure to it. Um, you know, if if I was going to to put a number on this one, and boy, should should I don't think I'm going to do the decimal like Barstool Sports Guy goes, but I, I would go with this bottle. I'm gonna say about a 91. It, it's it's a good daily drinker bottle, but it's nothing out of this world. And again, there's 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 a reason, you know. That's why it's and not to say all wine needs to be really 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 expensive, but obviously, a lot of the most expensive wines typically are perfect scores, and there's just a lot that goes into how they make their wine and pick their grapes and harvest it and and all these things. This isn't a bad bottle. It's a good bottle. I'm going to enjoy this wine this evening, but it's, um, it's a 91, you know, maybe, maybe 92 points on this thing. Um, in a, in a couple more years, it's very possible that this could creep, you know, into that 93, 94 range. Uh, but right now, you know, we're, we're in the, we're 91. So we're going to, we're going to give this guy a 91. Um, I really enjoyed uh, spending some time with you today. Um, a few things. Again, Boone Vino is where I got it. B-U-O-N-V-I-N-O. They're here in Plano, Texas. guy named Gerald owns it. Great guy. They ship all around the country. This is where I got this bottle. This is where I get a lot of the bottles. They just so happen to be... Um, next door to uh, our, our office space, even though I haven't seen that in a, in, a, in a couple weeks. But actually, I knew Gerald even before uh, we moved into our current office building. Um, so 
Um, go out, you know, pour yourself a glass this weekend. Um, I hope everybody continues to stay safe out there. Um, you know, wash your hands, hand sanitizer. Um, we can get through this thing together. Uh, and we'll come out stronger. I know it. We're, we're just that type of, of nation. And uh, we, we've overcome a lot, lot worse things over our, our lifetime and, and certainly our forefathers. So um, hope everybody uh, have a great weekend and stay well. Take care. Bye-bye.